0: hey guys welcome back to merlin's castle i'm your host destiny and today i have my co-host amila with me
1: hey guys
0: so in today's episode we're going to be talking about the star signs and how they correlate to the houses the four houses and we've got a list of characters that we're going to be talking about whether their signs correlate to their houses and different things like that and then we're also going to talk about our own signs and our own houses at the end but before we get into that um it was actually Demila who came up with this episode idea, and I wanted you to like share what made you think of, uh, what, like what made you think we should cover this.
1: Um, of the idea, yeah. um, I was I was I was watching a YouTube video of people, um, sort of that they were sorting the um signs into their Hogwarts houses, and I was thinking. Well, they're not really going too, too much um, into the details of it. They're sort of sticking to the stereotypes. For instance, like, putting um, Pisces into Hufflepuff, which is really stereotypical. But, mm. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking, well, why don't we make an episode and, and delve a bit deeper into it? Yeah,
0: and yeah. yeah. no, I, and I thought it was a good idea for that, but also, like, you know um astrology is a big part astrology astronomy all of that you know so it was the stars but also star science. i feel like is a big part of very far honestly so i thought you yeah, know this is a good idea and i've seen a video similar to that as well in the past so yeah no i thought it'd be a really interesting topic to go into so yeah anyway yep. first we're going to start off by um discussing the traits of each of the signs and within that we'll be talking about which ones we've um it was me that wrote this document but which ones we, which ones we agreed that um correlate to the four houses and then after that we will talk about the 12 characters that i chose uh,
1: yeah. yep cool okay so the first sign is aries and the animal alias or the animal associated with that is the ram i think it's like a I'm not sure exactly what a ram is, but I think it's like a bull type of. Yeah, I think it's a type of bull.
0: Yeah, it's
1: a type of bull. Um, the time period is March twentieth to April nineteenth, and the personality traits um associated with them is they can be extremely chatty, um, will fight for their loved ones, can be friendly when the vibe is right, they have no filter. Um, They get angry, then shortly forget why they were angry in the first place. Um, (laughs) Are very competitive. Will do anything on a dare. Um, They get bored easily. And their element is fire. Um, So, yeah, we decided that um, as a result, this would correlate best with um, Gryffindor.
0: Yeah, because, like... Um, I always think of, especially with the whole, particularly when it's sad, um, they get angry really and then, you know, shortly forget why they're angry in the first place. It kind of reminds me of, like, Ron, Weasley, Like, I imagine that he's like that. But also, there are examples of him, like, you know, getting annoyed, and then being confused as to, like, people are upset with him, you know, when he was the one who started shit. And so... I feel like yeah,
1: definitely.
0: he's definitely a person who um, represents that side of Gryffindor, but also the whole chattiness. And Hermione is obviously extremely chatty. Um, I feel like Harry can be in the right situation when he's interested in the topic. Um, we know from the movie, Goblet of Fire. I honestly forgot about this until I rewatched it yesterday. Um, that Neville can get chatty when it comes to like, plants and things that he's passionate about. Um,
1: Absolutely.
0: Fighting for their loved ones. Again, Harry, he will fight until the end of the You know, he is always fighting for his loved ones in all his actions, yep. you know? Um, so, yeah, no, I, I feel like that definitely represented them. And then obviously, it, it's just the, the icing on the cake that the element for Aries is fire, which is also the Gryffindor yeah. element.
1: Uh, yeah, Yeah, definitely. Did you have anything um, to add to that? So sh- uh, no, I don't have anything to add to that. That was okay. pretty good. Um. So should we move on to the, the second sign? Yeah. Okay, so the second one um, is Taurus and the animal alias is the bull. This is actually, fun fact, this is actually my mom's sign. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's pretty cool. The time period is April 19th to May 20th, and the personality traits um, associated are they're very cuddly and affectionate, um, they are the type of people to get fully invested in something, uh, they appreciate the finer things in life and aren't afraid to put in the hard work, they hate big changes. And they have a fierce and fiery side, despite their element being earth. Um, they take a while to calm down when something upsets them greatly. And yep, that's the that's the traits.
0: Okay, just before we go on, the the whole overlap really gets under my skin. Like it really frustrates me. Is it because of like? I
1: know. Is that
0: calculating when people are actually born, like the time they were born? Is that why there's no overlap? Because it's just so irritating. It's like, how can you... Like, how would you know if one person's a Taurus and one person's an Aries if they're both born on yeah. April 19th? It's just... Oh, I hate it. I hate it so much. I guess that's where the birth time comes in. And, yeah. like, just yeah, be, that's what I was being thinking.
1: a cusper, like, that, that can be an option as well. Mm.
0: Yeah, no, that's what I was thinking. Um, But, yeah, so... This one we didn't assign to any of the houses, but at the same time I can kind of think of people who um represent the sign. Like someone whose birthday is not even anywhere within the parameters is Jenny. Mm. Jenny comes to mind. She you know, she has a fiery spirit. Um, I feel like she can hold on to a grudge at times. Um, particularly if it was something like that her brother did, like Ron did. Um <clears throat> uh when it comes to like what do you call it, appreciating the finer things in life, Draco comes to mind, even though again,
1: nowhere near well
0: he close to him, but not quite. Um so yeah, there's there's a few people that come to mind, but I still wouldn't correlate them to any of the houses. I just don't feel like okay. the are there enough. But what do you think? Um, I'm
1: I'm thinking I'm kind of stuck between Gryffindor and Hufflepuff just because mm. um they, they can be quite generous um but also they've got the fierceness that right. you see in Gryffindor mm. so I think yeah that they could either fit into it's kind of hard with with um Taurus mm.
0: um
1: but I think either Gryffindor or Hufflepuff they could yeah. definitely
0: fit into that. yeah no I feel like I feel like on the surface each each of the signs have like maybe one, per- one or two personality traits that fits within a single house but then there's more personality traits within four of the twelve so yeah. that's kind of how I thought about it Um, but yeah Definitely. so moving on to the next one
1: third sign is Gemini and the alias to this one is not an animal surprisingly it's um mm-hmm. the twins I think uh, I don't know what the story like the details of the story are but um the twins names are Castor and Pollux and yeah. they're depicted holding hands <laughs> which means that their bond it's like a symbol of, of their unbreakable bond which is pretty interesting yeah um and the time period is May 20th to June 21st there's another overlap there <laughs> so hard, um, Personality traits: uh, They know a lot of, uh, they know a little bit of everything. They're extremely charismatic and outgoing. They are very friendly and talkative. Um, they use humor as a crutch. They love to argue in a floating way. I found that one pretty interesting. I
0: know, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: they can be moody at times. Can appear two-faced around those who don't understand them well. And
0: uh, the element is air. So the first people that come to mind, and it's not even just because they're twins; it's more the trait, the personality trait that popped out at me, and I'm just like, oh, the Weasley twins is use humor, uses humor as a crutch. Like I feel like that's something mm. that they definitely did throughout the series, and I feel like it's something that they would just do in their everyday lives. You know, always trying to find a positive side to things, and if something's a little awkward or whatever. They'll try to, you know, make a joke out of it, or try to make a joke to make things less awkward, or make the silence less oppressive, kind of. Um, but also, arguing in a flirty way, again, that reminds me of um, Fred, because as I said, I've always thought of Fred as the more ongoing to it. Um, Definitely. So, yeah. Um, besides them, is there anyone else you could think of who kind of represents the charts, even if they're not actually Gemini? Um, uh,
1: no, I can't think of anyone else. Maybe Lee, but, like, we don't really see Lee too much. Mm, so. Which
0: upsets me, because, like, there's so much potential there. Like, there's I know. so much potential there. Like, the same way you have the trio, the golden trio, as most people call them, is the same way you could have had, like, the pranking trio of Fred, George, and Lee, like, always there. That would have been great. Mm. Um, but yeah. yeah what was I going to say okay. which house do you huh?
1: which house do you think Gemini would be associated with
0: Um, I'd say Hufflepuff they have that kind of like laid back with fun loving kind of mm. vibe to them so yeah I'd say Hufflepuff what about Gemini yeah you? I, I hmm? yeah I think Hufflepuff would yeah. suit them
1: Yeah. Well. Alright, moving on. <coughs> okay, so the next sign is cancer. Um, the animal that represents them is the crab, and the time period is from June 21st to uh, July 22nd. Personality traits include uh, them being very sensitive, for, uh, forgiving but not forgetting, um, they are very in- empathetic. They are big-hearted people. Um, they seek comfort a lot. May not have boundaries, but those that they do have, they are very firm about. Um, take on other people's problems. And their element is water.
0: No, I feel like you could find, um, I was going to say Pisces, I feel like you could find which sign are we talking about again? <laughs> Oh yeah, cancer. That was it. Yeah, I feel like you could find cancers in both Ravenclaw and Slytherin. I don't know. I just kind of get that impression, um, particularly when you're about how um, taking on the taking on others' problems and the you know seeking out affection and things like that. Oh, yeah, that, yeah. That's, those are two things that I would expect to see them month. What about you? Yeah,
1: I, I. Agree. Yeah, I, could, I can. definitely see them in in um, both Ravenclaw and Slytherin as well. Because hmm. uh, they're the kind of people that mm-hmm. that um they're the kind of people that some will go to like if they're having emotional problems they'll they'll go to them for advice.
0: Right. Exactly. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. And I feel like there that having people who would end up in a profession such as like i don't know um, a mind healer or a healer or you know something that involves listening to people and helping people or even maybe some kind of advocate lawyer i could see though, in that kind of profession yeah. but yeah um next sign
1: okay so we have leo and um obviously we know that the lion is their representation yep um the time period is July twenty second to August twenty second. That's pretty weird. Um, I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, personality traits include they exude warmth and creativity. Um, they really they have a really big personality. They want to stand out. Can be a little vain and insecure at times. They have an interest in the finer things in life. Same like same as Taurus actually. So that's probably why they get along pretty well. Yeah. Um, and they can be boastful at times. The element is fire. Yep, we know that. Yeah. So um, mm-hmm. Harry's definitely a Leo. Um
0: definitely. Yeah, definitely. He happens to be one and he you know, he really does encapsulate um what it means to be a Leo for sure. Like, what were you gonna say though? What's that? What were we gonna say about Harry being a Leo? Uh oh, um, yeah, I was just gonna say like,
1: um, yeah, he's he's definitely a Leo because he's he's born in, I think at the end of July. Or yeah, was, July 41st. was Wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. So, um, he captures most of most of the traits except mm. for maybe being boastful. Yeah, that
0: and one, appreciating the finer things in life. And I feel like if he does, it's more the fact of how he's never had the chance to experience those things, so he doesn't take them for granted, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Because I feel like Harry appreciates a lot of things in life because of the shitty childhood that he has. So he looks at everything with like, you know, childlike innocence and childlike wonder. Exactly. Like, I can just imagine him going to the beach for the first time, like, as an adult. Like, just how he would take that in, it. yeah so yeah um yeah. <clears throat> what house do you think um
1: Leo's would be um correlated co- correlated with
0: I say let's see Gryffindor I say all of them except for Ravenclaw obviously. yeah
1: I can't see them being in Ravenclaw
0: no <laughs> no but yeah, no, I could definitely see them going into the other houses for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, funny enough, my one of my best friends is a Leo and she's also a Gryffindor. Oh, uh,
1: so, cool! Yeah. <laughs> so that
0: lines up <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but, um, yeah, um, let's see. Next sign next one is Virgo. Um, the alias is an.
1: An interesting one as well. In Latin, apparently, it means vir- uh, virgin, which is like all things pure. Very, very interesting.
0: I know, that really um, interesting. I was like, wait, what?
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I wish I knew like the deeper meaning of mm, it. <laughs> yeah. So the time period is August 23rd to September 22nd. Um, personality traits include the need to feel useful. Um, They have a quick fix for everything, judgmental but with good intentions, are good at reading the room and empathizing with others, Um, seem to always have a new idea, their element is earth. I
0: actually, like, characters aside, I... like I um identify more with my actual sign which I'll talk about at the end but yeah I know I like when I look at them I'm like eh don't like my sign kind of wish I was born in September (laughs) um yeah because I don't know like um I, I only see like one of the personality traits in my own sign of my sign in me but so many of the verbal ones myself relate. Really I, can, really
1: I can actually relate to some of the rogo ones as well
0: yeah <laughs> that's pretty funny I think yeah
1: it's pretty funny but um I think that the house I think Virgos would fit in would definitely be ravenclaw yeah
0: I can sure. see that sure. happening. definitely i say so maybe a few and half of up as well they didn't get to ravenclaw or, yeah, like, you know, yeah. I guess, like, cat stalls between Hufflepuff and Ravenclaw. That'd be really interesting. I'm sure yeah. I but, um, yeah. Um, what's the next thing? The next sign. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so we have Libra. The alias is Scales, apparently. Um, hmm, <laughs> so I think this correlates to, like, I think it relates to, like, um... I don't know, sea creatures, but yeah, this one doesn't uh, have a specific, doesn't have a specific animal for some reason. Uh-huh. Um,
0: very interesting. Yeah.
1: The time period is September 23rd to October 23rd. Um, personality traits include they hate being alone, um, particularly fashionable, avoid conflict, see every side of an argument or situation. Prone to fantasy, and can be indecisive. Their element is air. Um. And then I think you put another note saying, um, mm-hmm. disregarding the last trait, the sign correlates closest with Ravenclaw.
0: Yeah. Yeah. No, I could. I don't know. Like Ravenclaw just like jumped on me when I was reading that. It was like really kind of like a really well-rounded person but also really grounded and you know just someone that is independent but also doesn't mind if others like support them um, and is comfortable with being alone but if the, if they had the choice like would be with maybe like a small group of friends or whatever so yeah no, that's yeah. kind of what I'm telling me
1: yeah i think as well that fits quite well as well uh with the with the ravenclaw correlation um especially with the um groundness like Mm. the also i think the parts of fantasy
0: that's what i thought of that's what i'm trying to
1: fit with ravenclaw really well
0: well like you know (laughs) so yeah definitely Yeah,
1: i definitely agree with that um Anything else you wanted to
0: add? Uh, no.
1: Cool. So the eighth sign is Scorpio. Um, The animal associated with that is the scorpion, and the time period is October 24th to November 22nd. Personality traits include um, the primary emotion being betrayal, um, can easily adapt to situations, very sarcastic at times, are exceptional at reading people. Um uh, their element is water and disregarding the first trait, this sign correlates closest with Slytherin.
0: Yeah. Um like I said again, a lot of those traits really jumped at me jumped out at me and I was like, yeah no, this is a Slytherin. And like um what do you call it? If you like kind of change the words of the first one, it could be that they're always being betrayed but even when they aren't betrayed they'll even if they forgive they will never forget and we're we're the we're like notorious for holding grudges. <laughs> so you know never yeah. do something to a Slytherin, because they'll never they'll never let you forget it. <laughs> um yeah. but yeah it, it really I really do think because you know Slytherins are adaptable um our parents stopped working. Read those tracks again for me. What was the last trait again?
1: The Lost trait,
0: um, uh, are exceptional at reading people. Right, yeah. So, I feel like there's a lot more legilimens in Slytherin than we actually know of. Because we only know of two, which is obviously Voldemort and Zomers. But I feel like there's a lot more, and I feel like it's because they have, like, that mental discipline. But also, like I said, even without legitimacy they're just exceptionally good at reading people. You know, like they're able to see things from other people's angle, and I don't know. I just really feel like that sign is definitely synonymous with children.
1: Definitely. It's funny because I actually have a friend who's a Scorpio, but oh, yeah. the funny thing is, he's a Gryffindor for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> oh, that's
0: that funny, is funny, though. That <laughs> is so funny.
1: But yeah, I agree with Slytherin, yeah. um, being the
0: house that they correlate with. Yeah, and it's funny. I think so far all of the, I think the only one that the element doesn't match up was Ravenclaw. Am I right about that? What's that? Um, the sign Did- that we yeah the only the only symbol that doesn't, the only element that doesn't match up is the Ravenclaw. Um, the one, the sign that I correlated with Ravenclaw. I read about that? Uh, yeah. I believe there I think I believe the symbol for that sign was Earth, whereas obviously Ravenclaw is Air. But funny enough, Gryffindor, the ones that I, I the ones that are correlated with um, Gryffindor and southern have the same yeah. symbols as the actual house, which is quite funny. Oh, yeah, that
1: is wow, funny. But... <laughs> That's
0: pretty. cool Yeah, but um. Anyway, moving on. What's the next sign? Um. So the ninth
1: sign is Sagittarius. The alias is the archer, which I'm assuming is like a the the human like hunter. I'm not really sure, but yeah that also was not very specific. That
0: would make sense.
1: Yeah. Yeah. The time period is November twenty second to December twenty first. Um personality traits include they can be really loud, um a lot of the time. It can be more emotional than logical. Um always looking for ways to improve themselves, sometimes in excess. They can be very blunt. Um, they can be extremely friendly. And despite their element being fire, I think the sign correlates closest with Hufflepuff. Yeah. Which I agree with, actually, yeah. Mm. Cause yeah. Because the traits the chart, the mentioned there pretty, pretty closely
0: linked to that. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, what was I gonna say? But again, um, a person who comes to mind—two people actually—that um, come to mind when you think of the the, uh, the particular trait um, about self improvement, but sometimes to excess, are Hermione Granger and Tom Riddle because they both, you know, were obsessed yep. with getting better and better. But sometimes to the detriment of their health, like with Tom Riddle with the Horcruxes, and then Hermione with like trying to study everything on the fucking syllabus, <laughs> you know, and falling asleep on her books and shit. So yeah, I know. It's it's it does, that's never talked about. But well, they kind of did have that one thing in common. They always try mm. to be the best, and sometimes it was to the detriment of their own health. Yep. Definitely. So, but yeah. Um, can you think of anyone else who kind of stands out whether they have a buff or not?
1: Um, I think Harry also kind of stands out, but, like, he's already been mentioned. But, I mean, he was always Mm. trying to get at um, Quidditch and defense against the Dark Arts.
0: Very true, yeah. Um, That's true. Yeah,
1: he tried to
0: fit in. And, you know, he, he completely... He was really, really upset with himself when he lost that match, even though he fucking passed out. So it wasn't even his fault. But, you know, he refused to accept that it was just something that was completely out of his control. So, yeah, no. (laughs) Definitely, Harry, in that respect. Um, But, yeah, okay, what's the next sign?
1: The next sign is um, Capricorn, and it's the 10th sign. The animal alias is very funny though, because it's it's um it's the goat, <laughs> so, it's, <That's> so nice. <laughs> it's pretty cute. But I think it's also like they've got goatmen. Oh, yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, so apparently I read on wiki that it was also called the sea goat, which I'm not oh, familiar uh, with at all.
0: Me either. No.
1: <laughs> um, so the period is from. December 22nd to January 20th that's a long time and personality traits are extremely wise beyond their years Um, the responsible friend they like to work Um, they take a while to warm up to people they can tend to lose sight of everything else when focused I can relate to that one and
0: yeah, and the element is earth. Right, so, um, but yeah, no, I, I definitely, before we talk about what house to be in, but I definitely relate to the whole, you know, losing sight of everything else when focused because, like, I've noticed that more and more recently that, like, if I start writing, I'll say that I'm going to text, you know, I say that I'm going to keep keep on talking to people but then I just completely forget and it's like hours goes by and i'm like whoops my bad <laughs> you know like i just get so into what i'm writing and i don't want to stop and it's just exactly. yeah i know i feel like i feel like you know just completely go into a whole other world where it's just you and whatever you're doing like in for this example i'm talking about it's me and my characters and my writing and you know so it's just everything else just like fades yeah. out around me but yeah i know um, I could see, which star, which sign are we talking about again? Um,
1: uh, Capricorn.
0: Yeah. I could see Capricorns in, um, let's see, Ravenclaw, mm-hmm. Hufflepuff, and Slytherin. Yep, yeah, same. Yeah.
1: It's funny, um, Flitwick mm-hmm. came to mind when reading that, I was like, oh, yeah. yeah, this sounds like him because yeah. he, like. Works quite hard to, um, achieve what he did, so. Yeah,
0: no, definitely. With all the, title with the title of best dueling champion, for sure. Or dueling champion, at least. So, yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, he was dueling, um... Yeah, he was a a dueling champion, which
1: is pretty cool.
0: So, yeah, no, definitely. Um... Can you think of anyone? I, I, I think another person who comes to mind um, is Severus. I mean, you know, he's the youngest potions master of his generation, so that in itself shows that as soon as he left Hogwarts and he had the funds, he worked night and day non-stop, you know, taking minimal breaks to get that master, and that's, you know, it's, it's pretty impressive that he is the youngest potions master of his age. And, you know, he's a really powerful agilomist and accolomist. So, yeah, no, there's also another person who I see as, like, being very hard on himself when he doesn't get things right, but also, like, will completely devote his time to doing something and everything else. He's probably the type of person who, you know, starts brewing and, like, forgets to eat and shit. So, like, when I read fanfics about stuff like that, I'm like, yeah, no, this is definitely the worst. Like, I understand why people write it like this and why people picture him like this because I picture it myself. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um I think another person would probably be maybe Percy as well. Even if he's a Gryffindor I that person did think he was actually a proper Gryffindor but you know, full of Gryffindor. But yeah, no, I think another person will be Percy as well.
1: That's true, yeah.
0: Mm. But um yeah. What's the are we on the last one now? Uh
1: no, we're on the second last one. Okay. So, the 11th sign is Aquarius, the alias is the water bearer, again, not very specific. Mm. Um, I wonder what that means, though.
0: Yeah, me too. Um,
1: the time period is January 19th to February 18th, and personality traits include um, not easily swayed by others' opinions, they can be eccentric have a strong sense of justice. Uh, they are easygoing. They don't like to deal with their emotions and their element is air. If
0: when it comes to consider the houses, um I'd say slither, I could say Sliver for sure, oh. definitely. Wait, I said like you may- cut out. What were you saying? Oh, uh, and I was going to say may- maybe some
1: Hufflepuffs as well. Like a couple of them could fit
0: in there. Wait, wait, did you say before Hufflepuffs? Because you cut out a little bit.
1: Uh,
0: so in cool. Oh, Slytherin and Ravenclaw. Okay, yeah, definitely. no, I, I definitely agree. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. Um, yeah, no, definitely. Um. What was I going to say? I do not remember. Mm, can you think of any, like, characters that stand out when you read those?
1: Um, I don't know. Ron, Ron seems to run away from his emotions quite a bit. Especially very true. if yeah. he t- be jealous, he'll just take mm. it out on other people.
0: Exactly, yeah. Like, the closest person next to him is getting his instead of him actually internalizing and realizing, you know, that he needs to deal with it. So, yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. Um, Ron i see say Drake was another person, but in, in a different way. Like, Because, you know, we only see him actually show his true emotions in HPP. Uh, and besides that, you know, we don't, we don't see a single moment where he isn't putting on the front of, you know, being unbothered and, you know, just looking down his nose at everybody else. So I feel like he's another person. Severus is definitely <coughs> an example of someone who doesn't like to deal with their emotions because i think you know i feel like if he had then he wouldn't have had all that animosity or not not as much animosity and he at least would have been able to just keep his you know his hate to james too like maybe maybe glaring at harry occasionally but i don't think the comments would have been a thing if he had been if he'd given his you know if he had let himself truly deal with the emotions that he was feeling surrounding James Potter and Lily and everything. Uh, yeah. Um. Honestly, I think another person is serious. True. Yep. I definitely think another person is serious. Particularly, and I say that particularly because, well, one, it's kind of the way he was raised um, to not, you know, deal with his emotions. Um. Just curse anyone if you're feeling angry or whatever. But also, um, when he tries to just wave away what Harry saw in Sarah's Suspense is another thing that I feel like it speaks volumes. He was like, oh, it was just a little bit of fun. We were young. And it's like not truly grasping the gravity of what was in that memory and the formation consequences so yeah i know like those are people that definitely encapsulate that um but yeah all right let's move on to the last one
1: cool and the last one is pisces um the animal alias is the fish apparently um it's the picture is two fishes um swimming from I think they're connected from head to tail, which is very interesting. Oh, cool. I found that um, quite intriguing. Wait,
0: there's actual fish it like being... that? Hmm. Don't
1: know that? I don't know. I don't know. It, it okay, seems. It's... Yeah, the picture is huh? connected. Fascinating. Oh. Um, the time period is February 19th to March 20th, and the personality traits include they're often wiser than they give themselves credit for, Um, they are extremely creative, they are attuned to the emotions of everyone around them, Um, it can be very self-sacrificing, can also be taken advantage of by others, Um, is prone to daydreams and living within their minds more than the outside world, and have their heads in the clouds a lot, their element is water,
0: you know, straight away that reminds me of people like Luna. Same. Um, so yeah, I know. I, I feel like Pisces would end up in Ravenclaw and yeah. Hufflepuff and maybe a few ones Slytherin. Yep. Like yeah. You know. I don't
1: see any Pisces Gryffindors out there. But <laughs> no,
0: no. I feel like the only reason it would happen is if it was like, you know, family lineage. And they're not putting them there because of that. Because, like, it's kind of what it did with the Weasleys. Just put them all in the Gryffindor because they're all Weasleys. Mm, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, so now we're going to talk about our own star signs. No, wait, wait, wait. Before we do that, we're talking about the 12 characters. <laughs> and I wrote down and their, their star signs. And if they correlate, if they actually match up to the houses. And if they don't. Whether we think they actually belong in those houses, or if we think that they actually belong in a different house, and which one it is. Yeah. That was the first character. Cool.
1: Um, so, Neville is the first one. He was born on July 30th. Yeah.
0: What makes him a Leo. Right. And while I see the Gryffindor trace on him, for sure, I still refuse to fully see him as a Gryffindor like not you know I definitely do acknowledge that he can be brave and stuff but I feel like he is the type of person who prefers to be in the shadows and you know doesn't want to be the center of attention and doesn't try to be noticed on purpose and you know um, he's just he doesn't he definitely doesn't have a bigger than a bigger than life a larger than life personality he has a a great personality but he's not like you know someone who's like in your face or someone who's particularly loud or whatever um so yeah no I definitely think he belongs more in Hufflepuff as well
1: definitely yeah, yeah. He more of a hard worker um doesn't mind putting in the the hours to um get what he wants
0: Exactly. What, exactly because you know and we know that much from like the greenhouses because we know that, you know, a lot of plants take a lot of patience and tender care, and that's something that you can easily picture do doing, spending hours in the greenhouses. Yeah. So, yeah. Excuse me. Um, who's the next character?
1: Um, so the next one is Draco, who was born on June 5th, which makes him a Gemini.
0: Right. No. Uh, I can't speak. I do see... Gemini trace on him. So his birthday is definitely well praised, well placed. Which house did we say ground um, Gemini's would be on? I know like Gryffindor, but like what other house I don't we say? Was it Gryffindor I and that? It could have been that one. Um No, we sorted them
1: into Hufflepuff
0: oh, Okay, Hufflepuff, yeah. And as I know um definitely not a fucking Hufflepuff like he's loyal but he's only loyal to people that he chooses to be loyal to and that's not really what Hufflepuff is so yeah I know Draco I see him as Slytherin for and fro but he could also fit well in Ravenclaw um but the other two houses not for him at all Mm. I think he'd go crazy in Gryffindor like I there's this one fanfic on AO3 it looks really good but Draco's shut up it looks really good, but Draco of into Gryffindor. Like, yeah, I'm sorry, I'm not ready. <laughs> it pains me to think of him in Gryffindor. I was like, he just does not belong there. Like, at all. Like, no matter how nice you make him, and no matter how realistic you make his character, and you actually, you know, don't go with the trope of him being just a little snot nosed brat, um, he just could not fit in Gryffindor. He was just not meant to be there. Yeah, exactly. I yeah, know. Um,. And then, like, I, hope I feel like people who are, like, really chipper and super friendly all the time would get on his nerves as well. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. I don't know if Ali like, could maintain that
1: chipper mentality.
0: <laughs> I know, I know. Like, I've met people like that, and I'm just like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, it, it's early yep. morning, shop. <laughs> like, <laughs> how is, do you roll out look- of bed and be, like, you know, smiling and giggling? I, I don't get it. I just don't get it. Like, teach me your ways. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Okay, who's the next character?
1: Um, so Hermione was born on September 19th. So that technically, yeah, that makes her a Scorpio. Uh, no, not a Scorpio. I think a Virgo.
0: Yeah. A Virgo, right, okay. Um. Her traits are definitely fitting, mm-hmm. they definitely fit with her sign. But her house does not fit in her sign because we did not put Virgo in Gryffindor. Mm. And no, like, honestly, like if you really strip her if you really strip her character down, she actually fits more in Gryffindor and Slytherin equally as opposed to as opposed to Gryffindor and Ravenclaw, like the hat tried to say, yeah. because she's got the fucking ambition to be in Slytherin. I mean, it's just the fact that she's a Muggleborn, uh, according to J.K. Rowling's um, model, of course. Yeah. Um, that she didn't qualify for Silverin. but if she wasn't, I definitely could have seen her going into Silverin. And I just really wish that she had done that, like have them all in different houses, and see how their friendship would have ended up. You know, if they'd still be as close. Like, I think she. I think it was just way too easy putting them all in Gryffindor. It's much more interesting nah. when they go into different houses and have to make yep. a bunch of that uh, way. Yeah. Um, who's the next character?
1: Um, so Harry is born on July 31st, which we already
0: know. He's a Leo, which um, fits quite well, I guess. Yeah, it it, it fits well. Again he definitely represents the traits and some of them anyway um and while while he fits somewhat in Gryffindor again he like like I said with Neville I refuse to let him stay there <laughs> I feel like he yeah. would definitely be more at home in Slytherin and it's like honestly I think the like the reasons we can count them on our hand as to why Harry is Slytherin what, into Gryffindor. One, because his parents were in Gryffindor, even if he didn't know that at the time. Or did he? I can't remember. Did he know? Did he know I'm that so. before Did he know that before his wedding, that his parents were in Gryffindor? No,
1: he didn't. No, they he didn't.
0: didn't. Okay. But, like, let's say he did. But even if he didn't, you know, he's been told that rooms are evil, and there wasn't a single good person who came out of that house. So, you know, that would scare him as a, as a small 11-year-old. Um, even though that like Gryffindor is the best house there is, um, he doesn't know shit about half and Ravenclaw. Um, you know, he just met this kid who he gets along with for some reason. And he's talking about his whole family being in Gryffindor. And, you know, he likes his family. Um, you know, he's hearing all these great things about Gryffindor. And he got a complete, he got a really biased view of the houses before his sorting. So it was honestly no wonder yeah. that he ended up in Gryffindor. But I feel like if he had gotten a more objective view of all the houses, then he would have made that decision on his own, to go into Slytherin, or at least maybe maybe even go into a different house. Like I like I said, I just yeah, uh, Gryffindor and Harry, nah, no. <laughs> um, what else yeah. was I gonna say? Um, because you know even though he's all about helping people but he's more he's more the helping people that makes him a buff that's that's more the soft side of him honestly because yeah. it's not like it's not like he's trying to save the world he the only reason he thought he had to save the world is because he you know it was always set up like that it's all set up to make him think that he's the only one who could help these people but if yeah. it wasn't like that it would just be him wanting to help his friends wanting to fight for his friends and then you've got like you know he is resourceful. He keeps the sh- he keeps the shadows. He doesn't like a dungeon. Those kind of things make him a Slytherin. And then you've got, um, when he puts his mind to something, he will work hard until he gets it and stuff like that. That make him a Raven- Ravenclaw. So yeah, I know yeah. definitely isn't a true, isn't truly fitting girlfriend Gryffindor. Yeah.
1: Um.
0: Yeah. Who's the next person?
1: Um, Sirius, who was born on November third, um, so that means he's a Scorpio. Yep. And
0: I think even if Sirius didn't have that bias, he still he could like Slytherin could be like if the whole sorting twice thing was actually a canon. I think he could probably get into Slytherin at his secondary house, but his primary house would definitely. Always be yep. Gryffindor. Honestly, you know, so, like he likes the enemy of Gryffindor. Um, so yeah, his sign doesn't actually match up with his house. Um, what do you think? Yeah,
1: I agree. I I don't think his um sign matches up. I I think um Slytherin would have been a better fit for
0: him. mm Yeah. Like I think he would have struggled a little bit. Unless he found someone who was similar to him, then he would have struggled in Slytherin for sure. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Um, who's the next person on the list?
1: Um. So the sixth person is Remus, who was born on March tenth, which makes him a Pisces.
0: Yep. And uh, Pisces are in half a Buff, right? Uh, Ravenclaw. Ravenclaw, which I think yep. again Remus could have done really well in, like. I feel like he definitely does have the personality to fit into Ravenclaw and the traits. And, you know, I, I I don't know what you think, but I do think he could actually have done really well on Ravenclaw as opposed to Gryffindor. Because, again, I, he kind of... I think of him in the same way as Harry. Like, he doesn't... We know he doesn't like a dungeon. Um, You know, he has a secret yep. to hide. He he guides that secret with his life. Um... He doesn't think much of himself because of him being a werewolf he's very hard-working um so yeah no i think he's creative like his his classes were pretty creative so i say he's creative um but yeah no I, i don't and i feel like he's it can be he can be empathetic as well like of course he has his faults Trying to lay of like when she was pregnant and stuff like that, but overall, I think he can be pretty empathetic when the need calls when the need, when, when at a time asked for it, you know. So yeah, I think he was. He's also. Really he, mm. Um. Uh, Remus is a
1: very good teacher.
0: Definitely, yeah, not definitely. He's,
1: he's a good teacher, and got,
0: of, like he's the type of person that you could easily feel who's you know approachable, and you could you know, go to him if you had a problem. Yeah. And I mean, like, um, ow. What was I gonna say? Um, ugh, I forgot what I was gonna say now. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I think you fits more in my girlfriend law than the girlfriend Um, Who's the next person?
1: Um, so the next one is Lily who was born on um, January the 30th, and I think that makes her...
0: Is it an Aquarius or am I wrong?
1: Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Aquarius that makes her.
0: Okay. So, I can't remember what house did we swear Aquarius into. I think
1: oh. we sorted of him
0: to um, Ravenclaw. Okay. So, yeah. And, I mean, we don't know much about her, but I feel like what we do know, she could have fit pretty well in Ravenclaw.
1: Yeah. So, definitely.
0: yeah, I, I don't know. But, yeah, no, from what we do know about her, I definitely do think she could have had a good time in Ravenclaw. And I'm curious to know, like, why she ended up in Gryffindor, like, what it was that she valued, or whatever, or what she had heard, or, you know, that made her want to go on to
1: Gryffindor. Exactly. Like, she's pretty smart for a, um, chums student, like. She is, yeah. She could, she could have been, like, one of, um, Flitwick's, like, prodigies if she, Mm. um. ...than
0: Ravenclaw, that would have been pretty cool. Exactly, yeah. For sure. Definitely. Um, and I think, you know, if she had been a part of... Uh, ...the Marauders' friendship group earlier... ...like, an actual part of it because ...she was barely friends with them for very long before they got married, but whatever. Um, if she had been a part of their friendship group earlier... I feel like she definitely would have. Been, she definitely would have had like the mental discipline to become an Omega as well.
1: Mm.
0: So yeah. Um. Who's next?
1: So we have Severus, and he was born on January ninth, which actually makes him a Capricorn, which That's actually awesome. fits really
0: Awesome.
1: With his pre Cause he loves. He likes his work.
0: Yeah. Very... Shut up. Sorry, my, my Alexa keeps going off. I have no idea why. It's not even like we say anything close to her name. Oh well. <laughs> um. But yeah, no, it definitely, I definitely fits. I, we already went over why. Um. So yeah, next person. Um. So <clears throat> next one is Luna, who's
1: born in.
0: February thirteenth, uh, on February the thirteenth. Yeah. What um, is that? McCarry on an Aquarius as well.
1: Yeah, it should be an Aquarius, which makes, makes sense.
0: Yeah, not vanilla. Awesome. So, I think so far we have found like two people who actually whose signs actually match up. Well, no, three people. Was it? Was there a
1: third person? Yeah. Yeah. Three. Yes. Was it was it
0: Harry that we talked about, or was it somebody else? Or was it um, I,
1: th-
0: I mean, it was not Harry. Mm-hmm. No, he he does in canon, but doesn't. Hmm. Exactly. To- exactly. Yeah, he does in canon, but outside of canon, no. <laughs> but yeah, um, but yeah, no. In canon, it's the only people we found so far are Luna and Severus, which is pretty cool. it um, yeah. Who's next on the list?
1: And Remus as well. Remus matches. Yes, and Remus, really um, yeah. And then we have Professor Flitwick, who is born on October 17th. Yeah. What would that make him? Uh, I think that makes him a libra.
0: Yes, I think so.
1: Yeah, a libra. That's cool.
0: And, that and face, we sort we Into went on, Ram- Yeah, yeah, we went into why that fits so yeah that's another person which is pretty cool um who's yep. next um uh, let's
1: see we have Gilderoy Lockhart um
0: hmm. on January 26th I'm surprised uh, his birthday was actually noted I was like cause yeah. he was, cause I, was like, I was like I was trying to find like more you know Ravenclaws cause we couldn't find enough Hufflepuff I couldn't find enough Hufflepuffs to actually have birthdays which is really irritating yeah so I was like, oh, so it's actually a birthday for him. <laughs> I was surprised, but yeah. yeah. So what would January twenty sixth make him? Um. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure. Um. I don't think it's
1: states anything. Yeah, there isn't a pair. Uh oh oh okay yeah there is um mm-hmm. so it makes him an Aquarius
0: apparently <laughs> it definitely does not fit <laughs> <laughs> well that doesn't fit at all <laughs> I mean he's another one who doesn't want to deal with his emotions but
1: that's the only thing that he mm,
0: does. yeah that's like the only thing and honestly yeah. he would have fit he would have been more at home in Gryffindor like he's got the personality of a Gryffindor I'm sorry He's not, like Absolutely. one of the girlfriend boys I just really don't like, but yeah, I know he he does. I don't know why the house should put him in Ravenclaw. Like I don't know, maybe it was because of the whole um being good at the Obliviation drawing. but uh, besides that, he was just plain and he was just he was just lumped to brag all the time and it was just yeah no, no, not a Ravenclaw at all.
1: You didn't really fit. No, Well...
0: Um And
1: then the it? last one yep. was um Dedric, who I think is a Virgo. He was born sometime in
0: yeah.
1: September
0: yeah. yeah. And that fits, right?
1: Um yeah we saw, we said half a puff as well for yeah. Virgo, so Yeah,
0: okay. Awesome. That fits. Yeah, awesome. Okay.
1: We have
0: a quite a hmm. <laughs>
1: We
0: have caught a lot of people. And we do, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I realize there's even more. Like Ron, for example, he was born March 1st. <laughs> Excuse me, if yeah. that makes him, what would that make him?
1: I think uh, a Pisces, which
0: doesn't fit. <laughs> no. I, I I don't know why. At one point I thought it would be a Hufflepuff, and I'm like, I, now I look back and I'm like, what the fuck was I thinking? Like,. No, <laughs> like again, like people see loyalty in him. I, I, I don't. His his loyalty, really? is, his loyalty is fickle. Actually, that that's my problem with his loyalty. Like he can be loyal, but then if you do something that he perceives to be, um, you know, a slight against him or whatever, like Harry getting into the tournament even though he didn't actually put a name in, he'll turn on you. You know, he'll leave you. Think and it's just nah. Hmm.
1: Actually, it makes, I think it makes him an Aries, uh, which would fit more, actually. Cause, ah, yeah. Yeah, you know, perfect.
0: March. <laughs> yeah, that's perfect. Yeah, that definitely fits. That oh, definitely fits.
1: Perfect.
0: For sure. Definitely. Yeah,
1: I was I
0: thinking, fit. what? that expensive. He a nice Yeah, I know. Yeah, I He's, again, another person who likes the epitome of what it means to be a Gryffindor. Um, mm. With a little bit more, but, you know, it's, it's Again, one of those Gryffindor's that I stay away from. <laughs> um. Yep. I'm, I'm trying to think of other birthdays. Okay, so Charlie is December 6th, if I remember correctly. December, which one?
1: 6th. Okay. Yeah.
0: Um, what would that make him?
1: Let's see. Um. That
0: would make him a Sagittarius. Okay. And what house did we put someone to again? Um, uh,
1: I think we put them in Hufflepuff from memory.
0: Okay. And I don't know. I don't know, what Charlie. Like, again, Charlie, I feel like he got into Gryffindor just because it was his family's house. Like. Okay. I don't feel like he really got into Griffin because that's where he belongs. I genuinely feel like he belongs in, like, I don't know, like, I feel like he definitely actually kind of belongs in, like, Hufflepuff or, like, yeah, yeah, Hufflepuff, yeah. Yeah. yeah, Because he cares. Hmm? Yep. Oh, Charlie
1: cares a lot for the dragons.
0: He does, Um... exactly, he does. And, you know, he's hardworking. That's why we barely ever see him. <laughs> you know, like...
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, no, definitely. I'm more of a whole buff.
1: He acts more like a Capricorn, to be honest.
0: He does. Me? Yeah, I agree. He does. He definitely does. But, yeah. Um,
1: Should we talk about our own... All right, signs yeah. Now? Yeah, let's
0: talk about our own signs. Do you want to go first? Okay,
1: Yep. Yeah, so... I'm actually a Pisces, I was born on March the 18th, um, but I am, I'm kind of on the cusp of Pisces, and I'm not sure what other sign, but, yeah, and I'm also a Ravenclaw, so that, that definitely fits, but a lot of people tend to put us into Hufflepuff because they, um, look at things like caring and empathetic and, and all those things, but a lot of people don't realize that, um, Emotional emotional intelligence is a thing, and that Ravenclaw's um possesses quite quite a lot of that. Um, so yeah, not to mention like Pisces can be viewed as uh, misfits by the world because we're often we're often quite dreamy and hmm. um, that we live in our minds more. So <laughs> I think Ravenclaw the perfect fit.
0: Yeah no definitely I completely agree. Um, so I am born I was born April sixteenth, and my sore sign is Aries. And as I said earlier in the episode, I do not identify with the traits of Aries like pretty much at all, except from the competitiveness. Like I can admit, I am pretty competitive. But besides yeah. that, nothing else. There, I look at it and I'm saying like, eh, yeah no I don't really. See this on myself, and I don't think anyone else that I know has ever mentioned that either. Um, and that's when I was saying like earlier that, um, some of the I don't know, I feel like reading all of this, I feel like I'm kind of like a mixture of traits like Capricorn, Scorpio, and Virgo. Um, Same. yeah, so yeah, as opposed to just being one. Um, but, um, going back to the whole area saying. If I was an area, then I fit with my sign. I'd be at Gryffindor, and I'm just like, ew, no. <laughs> as, for those of you who have been watching this podcast from the beginning, you'll know I do not like Gryffindor. Well, like I, again, as I've said before, it's not even the house. Oh, it's not even the house. I don't like. It's more what they stand for, and some of the people that have come out of it who I can't stand. Who I, have, I have a problem who i have a problem with because of like the way they conduct themselves or you know like i feel like as we talked about when we were talking about um four degrees when we did the episode four degrees of separation um gryffindors are on you know they're on two sides of one fence and there's that one side of people who i just stay away from because they either get me really mad or i just confuse the hell out of me every time they speak And then there's the other side with people like Neville, the twins, Lee, who I can get along with, and, you know, I can actually be really good friends with. And I don't actually see as, like, true Gryffindors, just because, I don't know. And again, you know, Gryffindors do have some good traits, but it's just the way they carry out their ideas and things. Yeah. So, yeah. Um... But yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm a Slytherin as well. So, like I said, completely opposite to a different door. Um, and with my secondary house being a Ravenclaw. So, yeah. Being Ravenclaw, yep. but yeah. Anyway, um, this is the end of the episode. This has been really interesting and really fun to talk about. So I'm glad we did this. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I will see you guys. Well, we'll both see you guys next week. Bye.
1: Bye.